0: 13 tonight, thank you Brother Charlie and Sister Sandra, Acts 13, Acts 13, verse 1, now, there were in the church that was at Antioch certain prophets and teachers, as Barnabas and Simeon, and that was called Niger, and Lucius and Cyrene and uh, Menaean, which had been brought up with uh, Herod, the Tetrarch, and Saul. Uh, as they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Ghost said, separate me Barnabas and Saul for the work whereunto I have called them when they had fasted and prayed and laid their hands on them they sent them away so they being sent forth by the Holy Ghost departed unto Seleucia and from thence they sailed to Cyprus and when they were at Salamis they preached the word of God in the synagogues of the Jews and they had also John to their minister Uh, let's pray Heavenly Father I thank you uh, for your uh, for your word tonight and and God, I do thank you for your infinite mercies and, and the riches that you have uh, poured out for us in Christ Jesus. That uh, I thank you for salvation. I thank you for the hope of heaven. I thank you for the purpose to live for your glory and to know, Lord, that uh, the things that we do down here can can have eternal values, Father, if we will endeavor to glorify you in them and trust you to to help us to be good witnesses for you and what we say and what we do and, and father we just pray that you would help us in that dear god and, um, heavenly father i pray i thank you for the services this morning and and for your word going forth and your working in our hearts and i thank you for those that are with us um, online now tonight be lord with each one uh, thank you for those in the nursery tonight blessing the ministry there and caring for the children, and we're thankful for that, God. And uh, and dear Lord, uh, I just pray that you would speak to our hearts, guide me, fill me with your spirit, and help me to uh, relay that which uh, we have from the scriptures tonight here. And and Lord, uh, just help us in our lives grow more like you and be careful to to thank you and praise you. Um, Lord, we do ask it in Jesus' name and for his glory. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. (coughs) All right. So we saw, uh, look, looked at a missionary call this morning, kind of through the through the light through the call of Abraham from from Ur of the Chaldees, and tonight uh, we're going to look at when God calls a missionary Acts uh, Acts uh, thirteen here, and just some circumstances uh, around it. Uh, yeah you know we have uh, people that have the spiritual gifts test you know and if you read this page and you check all the boxes right then you have this gift that's all there is to it and uh and that's what we're going to do tonight you're going to have some boxes to check and if you check the boxes uh, you're called to go to go to the mission field no it's not going to work that way okay it doesn't work that way uh that is a that will be something that is deeply between you and the spirit of God uh, in in the end but I want but I want you to give to give you some uh some uh, uh some strength some fortresses to build around that so that you know you're going in the right direction uh you know what what kind of things do I look for as I may be searching that out or wondering you know if God is 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 calling me when God calls a missionary. First of all, when God calls a missionary, number one, God calls missionaries from among the saints in Christ. God calls missionaries from among the saints in Christ. Now, there were in the church that was in Antioch, in the church that was in Antioch. Um, I love the local church. Uh, I love uh, coming to the meetings of the local church. I love working together with believers. Uh, I'm thankful for the local church and, uh, and, and I believe it is, it is the institution in which God has it's, it, it's an institution but it's also an organism and uh, it's, it is through which uh, Christ works uh, uh, and, uh, and I'm thankful for that um, and uh, I'm, I'm thankful to be able to labor and have, have, a, have a spiritual fellowship with believers in the local church and to give uh, through the local church to God's work both here and abroad uh, through, uh, through missionaries. It is sad to see so many Christians that are deceived as to uh, how they ought, where, they, where they ought to be putting their labors and where they ought to be you know, giving their treasures as far as these, these kind of things go. We have all kinds of organizations that Christians give to and think that somehow that they are participating in the gospel. Uh, and, uh, and it's a sad thing. Uh, and uh, uh, gospel-preaching missionaries would be greatly helped uh, if some would uh, remove their giving from worldly organizations uh, and, and give their, uh, uh, the, the treasures that God has given them uh, through a Bible-believing, gospel-preaching local church. Amen? Uh, that would be a, uh, a good thing uh, for God's cause um, in the world. You know, I was thinking about uh today how many things are out there. There's one out there uh and they always they always show more advertisements for it at Christmas time. The International Fellowship of Christians and Jews. The International Fellowship of Christians and Jews. Uh it's uh uh, it, it, international Fellowship of Christian and Jews is, is, is an international peace, security, and affairs charity located in Chicago, Illinois. The organization is run by Rabbi Yaquil, if I'm answering that right, Yaquil Eckstein, and has an annual revenue of $119 million, $972,709. Uh, that is a, is a lot of money. And every year... They give millions to help Jewish people. You may have seen some of the ads where you can help and give to Jews. You can help some poor Jews that can't, form, uh, that can't buy the things that they, need, that they need to celebrate their Passover and such. And they're saying, Christians and Jews, listen... Uh, the Jews are God's chosen people, okay? And God is going, uh, going to use them. God is going to call them back into the picture as far as his spiritual work on earth. Uh, but right now, folks, uh, the Jews have taken a wrong turn. They're not worshiping uh, their, their, their own God, the God of, that God of the Old Testament. Uh, they, uh, uh, in, in rejecting his, his Messiah, they missed their own Messiah that was sent to them. You know, biblical fellowship is based upon what? Doctrine and truth. And the worship of who? Jesus Christ. And so really, though we love them, though we wish them the best, though we want to see them saved, uh, until they're saved, uh, uh, we we, we can have no fellowship, really, especially spiritually, with Jews uh, that are not born again, with Jews that don't receive Christ as their Messiah and uh i'm i'm saying that kindly i'm saying that out of love i'm just i'm just i'm just speaking the truth here from the word from the word of god and uh, christians need to be aware of that well uh, well i'm pleasing god because i give to i give to the international fellowship of christians and jews uh well you you might want to look into that and uh, uh let me give you just a couple others uh the american red cross uh how about unicef uh, how about the united way I have taken the time to read all of their mission statements and I will give you and I will, and, and, and I, and I will tell you this you will not find a clue of the gospel in any one of those mission statements you will not find a clue uh, that they are out, they're, they're out to get the gospel out in any one of their mission statements uh, what are they trying to do they are just trying to help the temporal creature uh, you know, They want to see all people that don't have enough food have to have enough food to eat. They want to see people that don't have enough clothes to have more clothes to wear. Uh, they want to see people that don't have clean, uh, 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 clean, uh, 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 clean water to have clean water. But they don't address their spiritual needs. Uh, that's not addressed as a matter of fact uh, at least in their in their their public uh, in their in in, in their uh, public advertisements and uh, and documents they are careful to avoid that subject lest they lose donors and uh, and and folks uh, we have the church of Jesus Christ Uh, we have uh, the gospel to give to the world amen and the gospel is what the world needs first and foremost I had a missionary teacher that said organizations like that were just involved in fattening up the heathen for hell. And that's really all they're doing. Uh, because until you receive Jesus Christ as your Savior, you do not have spiritual life. You are dead. You are, you are, you are the wrath of God abideth on you until you are born again. And, and there's no reason for you not to be born again when you hear the message of the gospel through the Lord Jesus Christ. But what hope have you to become born again uh, if that message does not come to you? Now that's what the local church is for, amen? We preach the gospel of Christ. And uh, I like what Paul wrote in Romans 1.15. So he, he writes, so I like this. As much as in me is... It's not a side thing. I'm not just going to try to slip it in there. Paul said, what what I'm all about is the gospel. Getting it out with all I got as much as in me is. Uh, I'm ready to preach the gospel to you uh, uh, that are at Rome. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth. To the Jew first. Amen. And also to the Greek. For well, therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, uh, the just shall live by faith. I don't remember what old verses I put up there. But Matthew 16, 18, Jesus said, uh, uh, Upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail uh, against it. The gates of hell shall not prevail against it. <clears throat> so it's going to be uh, through the church. to all the world wide and preach the gospel to every creature. Uh, I was trying to look up our mission statement, and I couldn't find it, and I had it on my computer at one time, and I've changed computers a few times, but it's something close to this. Our mission statement, preaching and teaching the gospel of Jesus Christ, that the fallen may be forgiven, and that the forgiven may finish faithful and fervent in the Lord Jesus Christ at his appearing. That's what we're all about. We want to see people saved. We want to be witnesses to see people saved, and then once they're saved, we want to see them to grow to be witnesses themselves and to be faithful when uh, and fervent through the Lord Jesus Christ until He appears. Uh, that we can hear, that we can hear Him say, "Well done, thou good and faithful servant." That's what we're all about. Uh, that's what we that, that's what we that's what we focus on. And I'm thankful to be able to give. Uh, uh, to uh, uh, to to the eternal needs of people. Yes, it's good to help them out. Yes, it's good to give them clothing when they need it, water when they need it, food when they need it, uh, those kind of things. But but by goodness, don't miss the opportunity to give them the gospel with that. And by the way, the gospel's the main re- The main reason I want to help. You see, you mean you mean that you, you oftentimes have a have an ulterior motive uh, when you help somebody preacher preacher? Yep, I sure do. I sure do. When I help them, I hope that being nice to them, showing kind to them, uh, uh, letting Christ work through me, that God will give me an opportunity, what? To share them the gospel, amen? And, uh, and by the way, we all, all ought to have that ulterior, ulterior motive. Uh, no, it's really the first motive. And uh, other ways are just, just ways of getting to that and, and ministering unto them. Uh, uh, and so God calls uh, missionaries from among, <coughs> from among the saints in Christ secondly God calls missionaries from among the serving in Christ uh, look at Acts 13:1. Uh, there were many gathered together there at Antioch certain prophets and teachers and look at verse 2 the beginning there as they ministered to the Lord as they ministered to the Lord so uh, these uh, 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 whom God calls missionaries out from are what? they're saints, they're in the church of God, they're gathering with God's people, they're serving uh, in, in, in whatever aspects God has called them to serve. Uh, and uh, I think of Jesus at just the age of 12. Uh, Luke gives us uh, that record there in chapter 2 and verse 49. His parents had left him behind uh, in the temple there. They hadn't looked well enough for him before they departed uh, the feast from Jerusalem. And and uh, And uh, left to had to come back and get him. They, they, they finally found him and and Jesus said in luke two forty nine he said unto them, "How is it that ye sought me? Wished ye not that I must what be about my father's business that was a twelve. I suppose it would be good for us, amen, to be busy uh, and ministering in the things uh, you know, that God has given us to do Romans twelve eleven says "We are to be not slothful in business." but what? Fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. We ought to be the, the, the best workers that we can be for our uh, employers for the glory of Jesus Christ. Uh, we ought to serve uh, the, God the best that we can through the local church, with whatever gifts we have, for the glory of Christ. Look, that thing of, of looking out for others, that mind of Christ. Uh, uh, look, look not every man on his own things, but also every man on the things of others, that mind of Christ. And uh, looking out to get that witness out, uh, and uh, so so not slothful, busy, fervent, spirit, serving the Lord. Any uh, manager will tell you if you want to get something done, look for the busy person, uh, uh, because the one that's not doing anything is probably not going to get done what you want to do either, right? And uh, and, and it's just we need to be we need to be busy and doing what we can do and what God has has called and gifted us to do in the service, uh, in the service of God. <coughs> Number oh, uh, God calls people who are re- already about their father's business. That's the verse I shared there. Uh, and then thirdly, we'll go through this quickly. And, and uh, When God calls a missionary. Thirdly, God calls missionary from among the spiritual in Christ. God calls missionary from among the spiritual in Christ. Look at verse 2. As he ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Ghost said. Uh, look at verse 3. And when they had fasted and prayed and laid their hands on them, they sent them away. We'll talk about, we'll look at these here uh, through this point. Uh, uh, These are spiritual Christians. Uh, As a matter of fact, there are Christians who are not spiritual. Uh, We learned that uh, from from the Word of God. Uh, Paul, writing to the church at Corinth in chapter 3 and verse 1, said, And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto what? spiritual, but as unto carnal, even as unto babes in Christ. I have fed you with milk and not with meat, for hitherto ye were not able to bear it. Neither yet now are ye able, uh, for ye are yet carnal. For whereas there is among you envy and strife and divisions, uh, are ye not carnal and walk as men. See, they were yet carnal. We read about some more who hadn't grown in Hebrews 5.12 For when for the time ye ought to be teachers ye have need that one teach you again which be the first principles of the oracles of God and are become such as have need of milk and not of strong meat. You see babes in Christian are not strong. A babe in Christian a babe in Christian a babe in Christ can be filled with the Spirit they're doing all they know they're not strong yet because they haven't learned a lot yet but but they're a babe they're not carnal see it takes time for us to grow doesn't it but when we've been saved for a while we've been reading our bible and praying we've been among the believers in the church the holy spirit's been drawing us we we should be yielding we should be learning we should be growing we should be seeking and we're not doing that that's when god calls us carnal uh, we've made a decision to be uh, uh uh sluggish in the things of god and uh not diligent in those things not growing not growing as we should these in this church were among the spiritual in christ they were serving ministering uh, as uh, uh, you know as uh, as god had called as called them had called them to among the spiritual in christ uh, fasting and praying uh uh, and obviously, time has something to do with that. He said in First Corinthians 3, You're yet colonel You should have grown by now. The Hebrew ones also, You ought to be teachers by now, but, but there are some Christians that aren't spiritual. They're not growing at uh, uh, Brother Dennis's lessons. What, keep keeping up to pace or something like that? Or getting, up to speed. getting up to speed. That's it. We're supposed to move along as God calls us, amen, and, uh, and grow as God calls us. And as God convicts us of that, we lay it aside. As God calls us to something, to do it, to, to say it, to speak it, to read it, to study it, then we go do that, and we're supposed to be going along as the Spirit directs and be, be guided in that. Uh, these were fasting and praying, uh, and uh, in, uh, though they were busy, they were not laboring in the flesh uh, for, uh, for vainglory. Uh, the clear direction of the Spirit in this matter bears witness to their seeking of the Lord's will earnestly and fervently in fasting and prayers. It also bears witness to the humble trust and dependence upon the Spirit for wisdom and strength to carry out His will. We can gather that from their prayer and how the Spirit answered so, so, so directly, seeking God's will uh, earnestly. In Matthew sixteen six or six sixteen, uh, Jesus said, "Moreover, when ye fast, be not as the hypocrites. Don't do it for a show. Uh, uh, do it earnestly before God. And yes, there was obviously a time for them to fast a- 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 as a group and uh, a- and do it earnestly, not for show. And uh, obviously, the spirit was was giving approval." upon how they were worshiping because of the way he answered the way he called this wasn't a a feigned thing uh this was an earnest seeking jesus at one point when the disciples couldn't cast out a devil yet jesus did he told them uh, this kind cometh forth by nothing but by prayer and fasting you see we're, if we're going to uh, uh, have victory in whatever ministry god would call us to and especially as a missionary as well, we need to know the importance of prayer. Uh, we need to know uh, uh, that uh, that, that, God need, that God needs to do it. It has to be God uh, working these things out. James uh, 5.16. James 5.16 uh, tells us, Confess your faults one to another. Pray one for another. That you may be healed. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. It avails much prayer. We learned uh, the lesson from Brother Brian just recently when Nehemiah was confronted, what? Uh, with that, with that, uh, that, uh, that uh, uh, question from the king. Uh, he's, he's burdened about his city, Jerusalem, and the, the, the sad shape it's in with the walls broken down and such. And, and so the king, uh, uh, Nehemiah 2, 4, says to him, uh, "'For what dost thou make requests?' And Nehemiah says, "'So I prayed to the God of heaven.'" <laughs> That was, you know, that was one of those help uh, prayers, you know, and God answered, didn't He? Nehemiah knew the importance of prayer, you see, and uh, God will call missionaries who learn the importance of prayer, because listen, unless you're dependent upon God, unless you're called upon God, nothing gets done apart from Him. Nothing gets done apart from Him. So we call upon Him. I think of some of, of some of Israel's defeats in the Old Testament. Uh, the defeat of Israel at Ai remember that Joshua was their general that there was the defeat of Israel at Ai there was the defeat at Gibeon uh when they came up brother Brian talked about that recently in the lesson two they uh, uh, the, those at Gibeon were Benjamites they had committed great sin and Israel thought they'd take it upon themselves to be their judge and didn't go to God and do what first pray they didn't pray first see and both of those uh, uh, ended up in grievous defeats, grievous defeats. Why? Because they were presumptuous, prayerless failures. <laughs> well, just because I think I'm, I, I think it's right to do, God will bless it. No, we better ask Him, Amen. We better be praying and looking for God's will and praying for direction. That's what that's what God has for us. And uh, and Jesus said, by the way, without me, what you can do nothing. So we'll learn those things as as we grow, and God will call from among those that are learning those things. Second Corinthians three five I like not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think anything of ourselves, but our sufficiency is of God. We can't do this thing. We can't do this. We can't do it. We have to go to God every day. Every day we have to fall before Him. Paul said, "I what I die daily." I do, every everything that I need to be an absolute failure for God is within me when I get up in the morning, but everything that I need is right there for me to call on for God for grace and mercy to help me to serve him and love him and and, and, and to do what he wants me to do today and uh and we have to, and that's true for all of us <clears throat> and so the spirit uh uh gives witness to all these things going on and by the way there, there was a unity there uh, verse verse three and when they had fasted and prayed when they had fasted and prayed and laid their hands on them they sent them away uh, may i say that that unity there that it was among them the unity of the spirit was reflected there not determined in the consensus of the group well, it's what we all think, so it must be the will of God. No, that's not how it worked. <laughs> the Spirit, they were all yielded to the Spirit, and what? The Spirit spoke the same thing to all of them. And that was, uh, that's how that worked. It was a reflection of the moving of the Spirit. Just because they all agreed, didn't make it God's will, okay? And, uh, and but they had hearts open to the Spirit. Uh, and uh, then they talked about, it, and they laid their hands on them. Laid their hands on them. Now, uh... This is the involvement of the local church in recognizing the, 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 uh, the gifts that are given to the believers and their service within the church and God's working in their lives. Uh, when these uh, believers, when these laid their hands uh, uh, on them, they were giving assent to the fact that we also believe God has called you to this ministry and we're behind you, we're, with, we're praying for you. We see these gifts in your life. Uh, uh, we see the, the, you know, this calling upon you in, in a sense. See, in the church, others will bear witness to the gifts of the Holy Ghost, which are working through you. If spiritual leaders in the church have concern about your calling, perhaps it is at least time for some more prayer. Amen? I mean, if you're in a church where people, you have spiritual leaders and spiritual people in your church, they love you. And you say, Well, I think I'm called to this, and it and in their hearts they're saying, I don't think you're really called to do that, and you may not have the gifts for that. And you need to have your spiritual ears open and your spiritual eyes open to listen for the count to the counsel of spiritual people what around you, amen. That's a part of it, discerning it. That's a part of discerning it. Where no counsel is, the people fall. But in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. Without counsel, purposes are disappointed. But in the multitude of counselors, they are established. For by wise counsel, thou shalt make thy war. And in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. Proverbs 11, 14, 15, and 24, 6. So certainly... When you're searching out, as God calling me to, the, to, to be a missionary, you need to be talking to those that are around you and, uh, and, uh, and asking them to pray with you, amen, uh, that God would confirm that and, uh, and show you that uh, and, and just help, help to guide you in whatever way they can. One of the things that my pastor said... Uh, I, I felt called and he said he said well but I didn't know for sure whether God wanted me to go to Bible college or not and he said well why don't you just go up there why don't you just lean just start leaning and see what door what doors God opens I had no idea whether God wanted me to go to Bible college or not uh, so we started leaning and uh, my wife smiling. and I can just remember uh, there were some fearful things we saw that day <laughs> we saw one guy we saw one guy when he preached he jumped up on the pulpit and i mean his knees were on were on actually it was a desk because they were they were teaching in in one of the classrooms in the in the in the in the school they had there he jumped up on there and he he was on his knees and he was going like his face was beet red i thought he was gonna pop a vein in his forehead there and uh and uh but that was you know there, there there are there's God loves all of his children amen? <laughs> there are different personalities and such different, different things but my, my wife said if you're going to preach like that honey we're not going to go here <laughs> and, uh, uh, something like that <laughs> but, it, but uh, hey before we left that day God confirmed it he opened enough doors miraculously like we're seeing with the cooks here and then others that go out That it was like it just confirmed it God wants us to go here what do we do? We went back and got and got ready as quick as we could and packed up and left, I guess, you know, and uh and moved moved to Jacksonville. But God will open doors, you know, and close doors as we're leaning, as we're going. You can't steer a parked car, okay? And uh being busy moving forward. Uh and then finally, <clears throat> God calls missionaries by the Spirit of Christ. Uh what's he say here? Uh and they ministered to the Lord and fasted. The Holy Ghost said, "The Holy Ghost said, you see, uh, it was the Holy Ghost calling them uh, uh, to that work." And look what, and so look and look at verse four. So they being sent forth by who? By the Holy Ghost. In other words, the missionaries got it right. That was their call. And the church got it right. That was their call. That was all the Holy Ghost. They were all in agreement and had yielded to the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost got his way. Amen. By the way, that's the way it needs to be in our life, isn't it? Let the Holy Ghost have his way. And so that spirit spoke to them, confirmed that. I remember uh, as I was searching out whether I was called full-time to the ministry or not, I remember I asked my pastor, uh, how do you know if if God's calling you to the ministry? And he said, "Well, that might be an indication right there if you're thinking about it, if you're feeling that it might be calling you to ministry." And uh, and so he he directed me to take some Bible classes and stuff. At that time, they had a, a gentleman of the church, Keith Foley. I mean, what a blessing he was to us. And and uh, he was teaching uh, old and uh, New Testament survey, I think. And and uh, I went through some of those classes with him. And it was there that. There, that I think God confirmed that calling. I was reading the hist- the history of the nations and such, and how accurately Daniel had prophesized those history. and And I remember uh, uh, still being a growing Christian. I still am today. I hope. And uh, I was even a, 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 a deacon at that time. I think in the ch- in the church. And and uh, but I hadn't seen some of those things that, that I'd seen before. Just like God, I remember. I remember just thinking in my heart. This thing's going down. <laughs> this is going down just like God says it is. The thing is, we have the choice to decide where we want to be in that. Where, where do we want to be in that big picture? Because it's all going to happen, just like there is going to be the faithful, there is going to be the unfaithful, uh, there is going to be the heathen, there is going to be the saved. Uh, you know, there is going to be the, the judgment. Where do we want to stand in those things? And at that time, it was just like God confirmed that in my heart. And uh, and uh, be, began and began to seek that, uh, but it is the spirit the spirit's calling. I was thinking I had a missionary teacher and uh, loved him dear, I think he's in heaven now, no doubt. And uh, uh, but he uh, you know he uh, he uh, taught that uh, you didn't need a special calling for the mission field because God's already said go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature, and I respect that matter of fact if you were uh, came into a church as a young christian you said you know well uh, i think god's called me to the uh, to the mission field you haven't grown much you know but i'm gonna need to to serve for a while i'm gonna need to grow and uh and, and wait on this thing i might begin to think hmm, maybe god is calling you <laughs> you know because you, you just see the hand of god giving wisdom and such uh but 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 bottom line is as you look at these things, if these things fall together and you sense God or feel God's calling you, God's, God's directing you, He very well may be calling you. Uh, Philippians four uh, uh, six. I like this in thinking about this. Be careful for nothing. Burdened, worried, not knowing whether you're called or not, wondering that'd be a burden and a worry, wouldn't it? Trying to get that figured out. Be careful for nothing. But in everything, even whether you're called or not, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. By the way, my personal belief is, and uh, you can disagree with me if you want, that's fine. My personal belief is from the scripture that there is a special calling because here we have, they've already been saved. And here we have these, these people that are especially called out by who? By the Holy Ghost for the work of the ministry so i think there is a, a calling in addition to your uh, to being a christian uh we're all called to go and be missionaries we're a rat but as far as going to a foreign field uh, i think i think the holy ghost calls to that and we need to be open to that be careful for nothing but everything by prayer and supplication what were they doing <laughs> what were they doing they were praying they were in supplication before god uh, about apparently uh what god would have them to do with in the church prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known unto God the Holy Spirit made it known unto them didn't he didn't he yes he did and the peace of God which passeth all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus how many of you ever had the peace of God when you couldn't figure out why you had it yep <laughs> you, you just knew it was God's will you're praying about something and uh, maybe something bad happens seems like it's not going to work and all of a sudden this peace comes over you it's the peace of God if you're in his will he'll give that peace he'll give that peace and uh, by the way if you're not <laughs> uh, you know, if, if we want to do God's will and we're seeking it you think he's going to let us rest in our spirit if we're not in it no, no. and by the way Whose responsibility is it to show us his will regarding the things that are not written in the book? It's God's, isn't it? We have to trust him to show us that. And so we can trust him for that. Somehow, in some way, by the way, we may not know how. I remember praying for my wife whether or not she was supposed to have that um, spinal tap. I needed to know. So I need, the, the, the doctors wanted a yes or no. She left it up to me. I didn't know how God was going to do that. I didn't know how he was going to show us to make that decision. But you know what? He showed us, didn't he, honey? And by the way, when he showed us, we didn't have any doubt. That was God showed us that. We had no way. By the way, he He can show you. And by the way, he will show you. He'll confirm that in your heart if that's what you want. And uh, I, want to, I want to encourage you to that. So through these things, God will work. Uh, to call to call missionaries and we all need to have hearts open uh, uh, in consideration of that heavenly father thank you for many blessings we thank you for your grace and goodness uh, to us today and father we thank you for the privilege to pray for and support missionaries and to be missionaries father where we are and and i just pray you continue to help us in that And, and father help us to be careful to thank you and praise you we ask it in jesus name for his glory amen